Hello, my people, and welcome to Studio de Jeffrey. It's nice to see you as we're getting ready for a week where the Cowboys are going to play the Los Angeles Chargers. There's just a couple Cowboy things I want to hit, and then I want to talk about has anything changed in the NFC East through one week of football? So first thing to talk about is obviously Lyle Collins' suspension. Uh, He will be out for the next five weeks because of a drug test deal, which still don't have clarity on whether it's, you know, the report from Rappaport is that he missed a drug test. Uh, One, two, five, 12, whatever. All we know is that Lyle Collins is going to miss the next five games. So what are you going to do if you're the Dallas Cowboys? I'm glad you asked because I'm here to tell you. Ty and Sicky and Terrence Steele are your backup offensive tackles, and I watched them practice a lot, and I've watched them play football, and I don't want them on a football field against professionals. You will be playing against Joey Bosa this week, whoever is the Cowboys' right tackle. So, to me, it only leaves one thing to do, and it's what Mike McCarthy last year referred to as uh, fantasy football. It's time to do fantasy football. I don't know if Zach Martin likes it, and I also don't care. I care about Zach Martin and his feelings. I care more about winning a football game. So if the Lyle Collins suspension is going to hold and you'll be without your starting right tackle for five weeks, there's only one way to line up along the offensive line that would not qualify as negligent, and that is left tackle Tyron Smith, Left guard, Connor Williams. Center, Tyler Biotish. Right guard, Connor McGovern. Right tackle, Zach Martin. Did I say you're playing Joey Bosa? I think I said that. Pretty sure I told you that. Zach Martin's got a chance out there. Terrence Steele or Ty Insecki is going to get my quarterback killed. And not really. Dak's a tank. He'll be fine. But it's going to screw my offense up. You got to do what gives your team the best chance to win. The best t- the best chance that this team has to win is playing their five best offensive linemen. Connor McGovern held up really well against Tampa Bay. He had a good game. He was good. Tyler Biotish had struggles. Um, Connor McGovern was probably the better Connor in that game. So you know that this team is six deep on the offensive line. So you find how do I keep playing with my five of my six that are actually good? And the answer is Zach Martin plays tackle. He's done it before and he did it well. That's the deal. Do I believe they'll do that? I kind of don't. I think they're going to give their backup offensive tackles a chance to show that they can play. And I hate it. I hate it because I think it gives you a worse chance to win with uh, Joey Bosa and the Chargers coming to town. Now, we'll take a look around the NFC East real quick and see, has anything changed in the NFC East from what you thought coming into the season? Let me know in the comments. Anything changed for you? And we go team by team. With the New York Giants, to me, nothing has changed. They are what they are. They are a team that will live to regret not drafting Justin Fields because they're just blindly hoping for some big jump from Daniel Jones. And in week one, what happened? Let me see if I had the score right at the time it happened. You're in the third quarter. The Giants have scored seven points in a game. They're driving. Daniel Jones takes off running, and he fumbles and turns the ball over. It's what he does. It's what he's done his entire career. He can't hold on to the football. 
He's a turnover guy behind a not good offensive line. That's a terrible combination. So for the New York Giants, nothing has changed. That team will win anywhere from four to six, maybe seven games. They're not going to matter in the NFC East. Now, the Washington football team, something has changed for them. Ryan Fitzpatrick got hurt early in week one. So Washington loses to the Chargers and loses their quarterback. Are they going to get better or worse, I suppose, is the question. Because Taylor Heineke, their backup quarterback and now starting quarterback, is a guy that performed pretty admirably in the playoffs a year ago and is a guy that at least by the numbers had a decent little game this weekend. But it's hard to say that you had a decent little game when your team scored a grand total of 16 points in a game and you lose 20 to 16. So I guess I do think that changes things for Washington, depending, and we'll find out today, I think, how long Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to miss. Ryan Fitzpatrick gives Washington a chance to score 30 points any given weekend. Now, he also gives you a chance to throw four interceptions, but he gives you a chance to put up points. And I don't know if Taylor Heineke is going to be able to be a guy that can help your offense go score 30. They'll still be a lean on the defense team and hope the quarterback doesn't screw it up and maybe he can run around a little bit, whatever. So for Washington, things have changed because they lost their starting quarterback. Now here comes the wild card in the NFC East now. The wild card is, and I was talking to my buddy David Hellman, DallasCowboys.com about this yesterday. Because we've only played one week, people are going to react to what's happened in one week. And what's happened in one week of NFL football is Jalen Hurts looked great. Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts, they stomped the Falcons 32-6. to He goes 27 of 35 for 264 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, and ran for 62 yards, getting nine yards a carry. It's one week. Last year, Jalen Hurts looked like a guy that's not capable of being an NFL starter. Looked like a guy that may not process the game fast enough and definitely wasn't an accurate enough thrower. For one week in 2021, he was. And what I've said about Jalen Hurts all along is I don't know if he's good enough in terms of his arm and how he sees the game. Last year, obviously, he wasn't. He played poorly. What I do think Jalen Hurts has is the same thing Dak has, where teams didn't draft Dak until the fourth round because I would assume it was the same questions. Does he really have the arm? Does he really throw the ball well enough? Is he out here banging through three and four reads? And most college quarterbacks aren't, but... I say that to get to the point, and the point is, I believe Jalen Hurts is similar to Dak in terms of the dude, like the football character, the work ethic, the every intangible, every quote, it. I think Jalen Hurts has those things where however good he can possibly be at football, Jalen Hurts will become that good. Because it's the sort of guy he is. 
sort of guy Dak is, and I believe it's the kind of guy Jalen Hurts is. We're going to do the work. It's a random Tuesday in the offseason while everybody's on vacation. Jalen Hurts is going to do something that day to try to improve at football. It's the kind of dude he is. It's one week. Do we buy it after one week and just be convinced that, oh, Jalen Hurts is really good and the Eagles might be able to win eight, nine, ten games? No, I'm not there. But put it on your radar. That's what I'm saying. Put it on your radar. And I will get the all 22 of uh, the Chargers game, hopefully tomorrow, so that we can do some breakdown stuff. And, of course, we'll do it on the radio, 105.3 The Fan from 2 to 7, or on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, if you're out of the listening market of the home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. So, hi. Welcome back. Been gone for a few days. Got a cool T-shirt, though. Um... Shout out to you guys. Leave in the comments what you would like to hear about tomorrow or your thoughts on the game. Just whatever. Whatever you want to do, let me know, and we'll do it. Um, please mash the thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed. Don't miss a video. Turn on the notifications. I would appreciate those things. And remember, you have no idea what anybody is going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.